Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello, beautiful, gorgeous soul. Welcome to the first episode of season five of the Money Mindful podcast. I'm your host, Megan Jean Smith, and I am bloody stoked to be here with you right now. I've just got to say, it's been a while. If you've been following the show and listening and you heard the last episode of 2022, you probably heard me say something along the lines of, and hey, I'll see you back in the second week of January. Well, it's now, I think it'll be March by the time this episode comes out. It's just in the last week of February at the moment. And things didn't quite go to plan, um, didn't quite work out like that. And Today is really about reconnecting with you and sharing some really big fucking lessons that I have learned over this last couple of months of taking a break from the podcast and taking a break from my work. Not uh, not a full break. I've still been coaching my clients, but I've really stepped back and haven't been doing any of the kind of forward-facing marketing and um, regular things like this podcast that I do. And I, it got to the stage where a few of you have actually reached out and said, hey, are you okay? Are you coming back? Um, my mom as well, she was like, hey, there's no podcast. What's going on? Is everything okay? And first of all, I want to tell you everything is okay. I'm okay, but I wasn't okay. And I want to talk to you about what's been going on and yeah and then also share a beautiful free resource that I've been working on that I had plans to get out to you last year in December and I just decided it wasn't my priority which I'll reveal to you as the episode goes along and I I talk to you about what's been happening So yeah, let's get into it. Let me share with you what has been going on since I spoke to you last, way back in December, which feels like, oh my gosh, a lifetime ago. So this episode is about radical self-love and self-care. And I want to, I don't think you can, this is possible in the title of a podcast, but I want to put a strike through the word radical because I don't think taking care of yourself and loving yourself should be radical. And yet I very much feel like what I've been doing over the last couple of months since I spoke to you last has felt radical. It's felt radical to me to look after myself so well So I want to just share with you this morning has been amazing. I'm standing in my office at the moment and I was almost going to record this in bathers, but um, I was like, oh, I don't know if wet bathers is such a good idea to be in when I've got headphones on and my computer and everything. But um, to paint the picture for you today, I got up early this morning 
I went for a beautiful walk along the ocean. And if you're following me on Instagram, which I hope you are because I share, I'm, I'm sharing more of my life on there. You can find me at uh, Megan J. Smith. That's my handle. So I went for a walk along the ocean and I put a little photo up on Instagram of the beautiful view this morning. And then I came back and had brekkie with the family and Louis took the kids to school. He walked them to school and then I drove to the local horse riding school now that I'm going horse riding every Friday morning. It's Friday morning when I'm recording this. And I've been horse riding and it's been incredible. And now recording this podcast for you, I still smell a little horsey. I can smell the horse smell on me. I've been for a dip in the ocean. I got home and I I have not been riding for over 20 years and I forgot what a workout horse riding is. And it's quite hot up here where I live near the beach. And so I was like, okay, I've just got to go for a quick dip. There's a beach at the end of my street. And yeah, I had a dip in the ocean And this is the kind of level of care that I've been giving myself lately, which feels radical, right? Like I even feel radical telling you, like I want to justify living this beautiful life of getting up and walking along the ocean, going horse riding, going for a swim before I even start work, right? And then this is work, like it's laughable. I mean, talking to you and sharing my experiences, this is work right now for me. So it's a it's a pretty incredible, amazing day. And I want to bring the essence of that into this podcast. Like I wish you could add the smell of, of horses. Like it's so calming. It's so beautiful. And the ocean, the feel of the ocean and the saltiness on my skin, I wish I could put that through into your ears. Um, but maybe you can you can imagine it. So why have I been just flooding myself with such radical self-care? Well, last year I went through some really full-on health issues. I sort of alluded to it a little bit on the podcast and in on Instagram, but I didn't really bang on about it because I wasn't really sure that it was relevant to share that with you or how that that would be helpful to share that with you because I'm assuming you're not listening to this podcast to hear about my health issues. You want to learn about how to create your money and life goals, right? Uh, But what happened is I um, had really stretched myself to the limit of what I could handle and I suspected that I was reaching burnout, but you know how my t- the teachers listening to this, and I'm sure other professions understand this as well, you know how you don't realize how strung out you are and how exhausted you are or how unwell you've been until you go on holiday and then suddenly you just fall in a heap and you need so much time to recover and you just didn't realize how much you were pushing yourself and how much you were sort of... Um, living off adrenaline, like the smell of an oily rag. Well, that's where I was last year. I had some really bad hormonal stuff going on in my body and really low iron levels. And interestingly, I shared this with quite a lot of my 
friends who are also a similar age, like mid-40s, and apparently this is a thing. So if you're younger and you're listening to this, um, make sure you look after your health like as you move into your 40s because your body does start to change. And what was happening is I was bypassing my body and just continuing to work and strive towards my goals And what I've learned is that you can only bypass your body for so long and creating your goals at all costs is not a long-term strategy. And I want to share that, you know, the last few, well, no, you don't know because I probably haven't really talked this much about it, but the last three years we've been living in an area which has not been where we've wanted to live. We've done it for work reasons and also for our children because they were at school and we didn't want to move them around when we knew that we were going to be moving at the end of this uh, three-year period. But because we were in an environment that I didn't want to be in, I threw myself into work and I love my work, right? Like I could coach for days on end. It's such a wonderful thing to do. But what I didn't realize is that I forgot that I was in a body, like in a human body, that I wasn't just a head floating. And I got really unwell and I kept trying to just bypass my body. And then, of course, I was just exhausted all the time. And I don't know, like I'm not a doctor. I don't know the clinical definition or whatever, but I actually suspect that I experienced burnout because when we moved up here we've we've recently moved away from where we were living and now we live in an absolutely gobsmackingly beautiful gorgeous beach town the beach is just at the end of our street I mean it's unbelievable and when we moved here I was just under the illusion that we would move in you know it would take me a couple of days to unpack and then I'd just jump straight back into work again uh and that could work possibly if my health and energy had been where a normal person's health and energy was at. But what had been happening is slowly over the last few years, I think I was just paying less and less attention to my body and my physical well-being and more and more attention to my business and the goals that I wanted to create. And look, I don't think there's anything wrong with focusing on creating your goals. I'm all for that. But the piece that I was missing as I was doing it at the expense of my own health and well-being, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, and I would describe it as I'm as if I was the car and I had no petrol in my car and, you know, I'd go to a petrol station, fill up and put a couple of drops in the tank and think, oh, yeah, I'm good to go. And then go to fang it at full speed and then wonder why I'd just conk out again, like after such a small burst of of work. And this was just my life on repeat for a very long time, especially into the end of last year. And when we got here, I think I just finally sort of stopped and crashed and the full weight of how burnt out I was I felt it, right? Like it really came down on me. And I've been sharing a lot with my, with my friends, like how 
I suddenly realized, oh my gosh, I have to change. Like I can't keep doing this. So I have, I have, and I have absolutely just flooded myself with this radical self-care to bring, to fill my cup back up basically. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you, like these personal details of, of my life is that I want to help you with when when you're in the process of creating your money and life goals like I am, sometimes we can forget why we're creating them in the first place. And I'm all for sprints, you know, like when you sort of dig in and you're just like, yes, we're going to fucking go for it, you know, take massive action and really move things forward. Like I'm fully, I fully embrace that. And I think there's a time and a place for that. But also there's a time and a place for really actually listening to your body and what you really need. And I want to share with you that I wasn't listening to my body and I wasn't listening to what I really needed. And I, there's a, a whole host of reasons for that. And one of them was that we were in an environment that I didn't want to be in. We, we lived in a town for work purposes for my partner and he had three years of this work that he needed to fulfill for training. And yes, we could have moved because, you know, that question came up, but also we didn't want to move our kids around and we thought, look, we're just going to just tough it out, right? Like we knew it wasn't forever. However, and it wasn't all bad. It's not like we didn't make any, like there were some lovely families that we met and things like that. But it takes a lot of energy and effort to hold yourself up in a positive light when you're somewhere where you don't want to be. And you know, after three years of doing that, it really took its toll on me. And that combined with also having health issues and everything. Um, yeah, I I did burn out, but I kept trying to go at the same pace that I'd always been going at. And I kept trying to create my goals because I wanted to create them. But also I feel like a leader and an example of what's possible. Like I want to show you, like you can actually create what you want. I mean, the fact that we live in this beautiful town, this ha- this has been our goals. Like we wanted to live in a beautiful beachside town and we wanted to bring our kids up somewhere that was, you know, more rural, so to speak, like not in the city, but, you know, where they could just, you know, we went out to the town on the weekend and listened to some music and the kids kept saying, oh, mum, can we just go off and do this or do that? And for the first time in, I think, forever, because we before we moved up to New South Wales, we also lived in another city area, I just felt totally safe, like letting the kids just go. I was like, yep, you know, that's the boundary. Don't go past the road, but go for it because it's such much more of a community up here and this is what, this is how I really wanted um, my kids to grow up. But anyway, I don't want to digress, but this this living here is is my goals in creation. Like this is what we've been working on and it's incredible to be here and it's incredible to be experiencing all of that. But it came at a cost and it came at a cost that I don't think was necessary if I'd had more awareness. And so, yeah, this is why I want to share with you that 
Self-care shouldn't be radical. And I see this all the time in my clients. A lot of my clients are a similar age to me and, you know, they're at a stage of their life where, you know, maybe they've had kids or they're high up in their careers and they're working really hard and they're tired but they're making that mean there's something wrong with them when actual fact there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that they're not actually listening to their body and taking the time to rest. And I fully acknowledge that our mainstream jobs are not set up for that, right? Like especially in corporate world, you know, it's you work, 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 and it's a big deal sometimes to take vacations and take time off and I don't know why, but for some reason we think we should just work, 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 but when actually so many of us are craving rest and craving time to heal and restore. So here's the wisdom, here's the learnings that I've had that I want to share with you in hope that you can not learn the hard way like I did over this last uh, six months or so to look after yourself before you get to the stage of burnout. And in fact, there's a great episode that I did a few months ago um, about depletion. And I mean, my subconscious must have just known, right? (laughs) Like that's why we had Elena on here talking about how to avoid depletion. I obviously needed that podcast bad. Um, So here's, here's the lessons. The first one is, is When you are going for your money and life goals, you can only bypass your body for so long, right? Creating your goals at all costs is not a long-term strategy. And what I mean by that is, yes, I get it. Sometimes there's something that you really want to do and maybe you burn the midnight oil uh, or the candle at both ends for a short period of time because it's a short sprint that you're trying to get something done. I'm not suggesting that you don't put in hard work to create something because if it's worth creating quite often it does require effort and time right however you need to think more long term than that right self-care is a longer term strategy Denise Duffield Thomas she shared this story a well-known story which really hit a chord with me that you're the golden goose, right? You've got to look after the golden goose. Do you know that story where, you know, if you kill the goose that lays the golden eggs to get the golden eggs out of it, then, you know, you get no more golden eggs because the goose is dead. And I think that's often what we do to ourselves, especially women, especially women who have had kids. It's like we just go and go and go and we thrash ourselves and we sort of have such high expectations of ourselves And yet when we slow down and really take the time to care for our own health and well-being, it's amazing how differently we can show up and how much more we have to give when we look after ourselves first. And man, I know you know this shit, but I knew this shit as well and I burnt out. So (laughs) we need reminding right? I mean, I certainly did. And so I'm I'm just sending you this message with absolute love and a big bow all wrapped around it that please look after yourself. Like 
taking that time to go for that half hour walk after work, even though everybody wants your attention for this or that, it's so important. You're important. You're worth it, right? Or doing things like, I mean, I'm going horse riding, guys. I am going horse riding and it's not cheap. I'll tell you that much. And it also takes up time like going there, but can I tell you when I get off that, when I get off Betty, when I got off her today and I gave her a scratch between the ears, I tell you what, I felt like a million dollars. I mean, my heart was just open. I was shining. I could have just like, my light just shone so bright, you know, when I left that place because I'd done something for me. I'd done something so nourishingly just, oh, you know, I fed my soul. And I think that we don't do enough of that and you can't do too much of that. Well, at least I don't think so. But it's no joke. It's no joke actually putting your foot down drawing a line in the sand and carving that time out for yourself. And not only that, giving yourself permission that it's actually okay for you to do it and that you deserve it and that it's okay to receive beautiful, joyous things in your life and actually make time for that. You know, like on the surface, we would say, oh, that, you know, it's not something that is necessary. Like it's certainly not necessary for me to go horse riding in terms of my survival. But on the same on the same hand, I would say, actually, it is necessary. I, I need that. I need that soul nourishing activities to shine my light. You know, if you want to do big things in your life, if you want to hold the space for other people like I do, like in one-to-one coaching and when I do group things, you know, to hold that space, I need to fill my cup up first and things like that do that. And I'm sure you can relate to this in your own life, like even if it's only with your own family, right? You've got to nourish yourself first and fill your own cup first. And I think these things are so important because even the way I've been showing up with other people since I've been doing these things for myself, I feel a shift. I feel a change in me. Like I feel more relaxed and happier, more joyous, right? So the next thing I want to talk about with self-care is that environment matters. Holy moly, moly, moly. I mean, I don't want to keep banging on about this because I mean, I've already said, you know, where we were living was not where... I wanted to live and you know and there's plenty of people who live where we were living and and that's fine for them but it wasn't right for us and our family and our culture and the way that we want to live our lives right and when you are going for your money and life goals and you want to you want to live the life that you want to live putting yourself in an environment that supports that is huge right And that kind of environment can be whatever you want. I mean, maybe you're a city person. Maybe you really thrive in being at the city. Maybe you're a beach person or a forest person or you love the cold weather, whatever. You know, there's no right or wrong 
I know for me that I love getting up early. I love, absolutely love going down for walks along the ocean. I feel incredible when I do that. And, you know, the way that you can get more connected with, I'm actually getting, I'm sort of going off on a tangent here about with your goals, because we live up here now and we tried to get to the beach and get out in nature as much as we could when we were living where we didn't want to be because we tried to stay connected with that and put ourselves in that environment. That's one point I'm trying to make, but also environment matters in terms of the support that you need, right? So where we live now, there's a bazillion different places you can go and do yoga. I mean, this place even has ice baths, (laughs) on the beach I'm not even kidding you you can I could go down I mean I'm not sure I'm sure it's open to the general public I'm assuming but there's people doing ice baths on the beach at sunrise just down the road from me I mean what it's got it all here right and but that sort of stuff like no joke makes a difference you know, if nature's your thing, being able to be somewhere where you can get out in nature easily and regularly, it makes a huge difference, right, to the level of self-care and love that you need. So think about what environment you're in and are you in the environment that is conducive to that, right? The next thing that I've been that I've learned from this experience over the last couple of months is release short-term gains for long-term success, right? So getting caught up in what's right in front of you robs you of long-term sustainable gains. Now, what I mean by that is when we moved up here, I thought that I was just going to get straight back into work, you know, that we'd kind of unpack the house quickly and be straight back into it. And you know, it's no secret. Like if you don't market your business, if you don't put yourself out there, you don't get work. I mean, in the online world, because nobody knows who you are or that you're open for business, right? And I see a direct correlation with when I put myself out there and and just let people know, hey, I'm open for business. I get more business. Um, And I kept sort of telling myself like this, giving myself this pressure, like, oh, I've got to get back into it. Like, oh my gosh, the, the unpacking the house is taking so long and getting everything organized and getting the kids uniforms and, you know, all that stuff that happens um, when you move. But I was getting caught up in the short term because, yeah, sure, in the short term, I could have come back to being more productive in my job sooner, producing the podcast sooner. But what is the long-term effect of that, right? The the long-term effect of that is I'm still not working in the way that I want to work and I'm still not filling my cup, like I'm running on empty still. But just so I can, you know, get my business up and running and um, get more income coming in and sometimes you need to separate yourself from the immediate kind of oh I need this to think about what is it that you actually want in the long term and I just thought I didn't move here to live right next to the beach to work my guts out for what for what like what is the actual reason for that and 
I don't want to do business in that way. And so the the question that I want to ask you is when you're when you're not looking after yourself, sometimes we're looking too much at the immediate like what's in front of us instead of actually looking at long-term sustainable growth. Like I would much rather slow down in my business, grow my business at a slower pace and have a good family life and have my health in order that, I mean, that sounds so logical when I say it out to you like that, right? But in the moment I was getting caught up in, oh, I've got to get back to it, got to get back to it. But realizing in the grand scheme of my life, if I look back over this period of time where I took a break for a few months, is that really going to matter, right? And it, and it won't. I'm not going to be sitting back on my deathbed going, oh, I wish I had like got straight into work straight away and hadn't gone to the beach and hadn't gone for walks with my kids or hadn't gone horse riding. No, I don't think so. Right? But we can lose sight of that. So that's that. And then the other thing that I learned is to just focus on what really matters. You know, what really matters. And I always have goals. I'm always setting goals. And what I realized was, you know, another thing is this year, it took me a long time to decide on my goals because I, I had a lot of thinking about my goals from an ego perspective, like, oh, I'm a money mindset coach, so I should be doubling my income or, you know, like putting this real pressure on myself to achieve something when I, when I realized, hang on a minute, I've been working and I have been achieving my goals, but I have been doing it in a way where I haven't been looking after myself how I want to. And what was beautiful was I had the awareness that, oh my gosh, this isn't what I want. I don't want to achieve my goals from this energy of just achieving my goals at all costs because I'm supposed to, because I'm a money mindset coach. Like what the fuck, what is that? Like that's not how I want to be. And so I decided this year to create the same financial goal that I had last year. But what I added to it was, um, I'm just reading it off from my wall and, you know, I've, I've set my financial goal and then I said, I do this by setting up simple, reliable processes and systems in my business that create, oh yeah, and I do this while taking amazing care of my health, working 40 weeks of the year and having fun. Because I just realized that's what was missing, you know, like I was getting the work, but I was doing it by working more than I wanted to. And this challenge for myself that I've set this year is it's like I wonder if I could create the same income that I created last year and do that by only working 40 weeks of the year. I mean, I honestly, I don't know if I, if I, I mean, I'm not saying that I can't do that, but I've never done that before. I haven't worked 40 weeks of the year and tried to earn the same money. So this for me is my challenge this year. And that actually feels so freaking aligned and so abundant, right? And But it took me a while to get there because I had to realize what is it that 
really matters, like what actually matters to me. And I realized, you know, I'd rather earn less money and live a life that I want to earn than earn more money and doing it at a cost to myself. Now, I'm not saying that I that you can't earn more money, but I just need I need to figure that out for myself, like in the way that works for me. And this is the work that I do with my clients too. It's like working this stuff out, like what is important to you, right? And so some of the questions that I ask myself, which I think would real will help you too, is when you have a lot of shoulds, like, oh, I should be working, I should be doing this, I should be making my goal a bigger number or whatever, come back to the question, what do I need? All right? What do I really want? What is most important to me? And what does my body need? Now, that m- might seem like a strange question, but I love checking in with my body and asking my body what it needs because your body is never wrong. Man, your body is always trying to protect you and look after you. And so many times in this last month, I've gone to start like getting into work hardcore and my body has had a reaction. Like, you know, it's like I've felt this massive resistance and if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I went to start getting back in wo- back into work mode on one particular day and I nearly knocked myself out. <laughs> like I, uh, I just whacked my head, the back of my head re- at full force. Like I was coming up into standing position and didn't realize that the freezer door was open and I whacked my head straight into it. And man, I had a shiner on the back of my head for about two weeks. It was really tender. And that day, like I had to lie down, but it was so interesting that things like that kept happening. Like I kept going to get back into work and the universe was just like yelling loud and clear at me, slow down, slow down, slow down. And my body had been telling me that, but I wasn't fully listening. (laughs) So I think that's a great question to ask. What does my body need and really tune in? Because now that I am getting back into working, I feel like I'm doing it with a tank that actually has fuel in it. And it took me a few extra weeks to get to this place than I anticipated. I had no idea that I needed this much cup filling, you know, truly and honestly, And I'm also in a very privileged position, obviously, that I can do this. Um, And I have done a lot of things in my business that to get my business in profit so I can sustain working less. When I really tuned in to what I wanted and what I also want to be able to give you, it's like I don't want to be able to – I don't want to run my business and give you value from an empty tank, (laughs) right? I, that's something that's really important to me. And I've, I've seen that and I've learned that. And also filling up my tank takes longer than I realized. And that's okay. Yeah. So in sharing this with you today, I've, I really hope this resonates with you because I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to who are running on empty, 
And if that's you, I just really want to give you permission to explore doing it in another way, like explore looking after yourself in another way and taking self-care to a radical level, which is actually, I think, just a normal level. But it's like we get so depleted and so worn out that it's almost, it feels radical to look after yourself. I mean, I know that that's been my experience. It's felt absolutely radical to step back and not produce the podcast, not work as much. I mean, I have had to do some self-coaching around this. Truly, I have. Um, And I don't mind admitting that to you. Like, I've worked through this stuff with my colleagues and my coach, just like, whoa, like, can I really have this much time off? Can I really, you know, do these many yoga classes and get a massage? And it's like, yes, I actually need this, right? And it's been kind of unbelievable to realize how much I've needed to just get back up to a level that feels like, oh, right, I'm not just running on empty. I've got something to give. And for many of you listening, I know that this is where you might be now too or where you have been or where you're headed. So I hope you can take the information out of today and apply that in whatever way that resonates with you to really look after yourself and care for yourself because you deserve it. All right, before I go, I want to tell you that last year I ran a money mindset masterclass and it was all on how to create a beautiful relationship with money, how to transform your relationship with money and what's involved in doing that. And I teach three steps to create that. And I believe in this work so much and I think this work is so important that I've made the workbook free to access. So this was a paid masterclass, but what I've done is I've released the workbook because I think that you can get a lot of a lot of juice out of just going through the workbook and um, I actually think you'll get more out of it if you do the masterclass as well, but I've made it available at different levels. So if you want to get your hands on this workbook, I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can get it. And I'll also be promoting the shit out of it on Instagram. If you're following me on Instagram, I'm going to be telling you about it all over the place because I want you to be able to get it. You can go to meganjsmith.au, so M-E-A-G-H-A-N-J-Smith.au forward slash money dash mindset dash workbook. And you can opt in to get the workbook and the workbook will take you through the three steps on what you can do to transform your relationship with money. And it guides you through with exercises in the workbook. And then once you get the workbook, if you want to take it, like really juice it up and take it to the next level and get help from me, there'll be an invitation in there to how you can get the masterclass that the workbook went for. And if you want to take it that next step, you can you can get the masterclass. So that's a really great starting point for changing your relationship with money because so many of you who I speak to don't know where to start, 
right? And it's overwhelming. And also you have ideas about how hard it is when it actually doesn't have to be hard. So this is a bloody brilliant resource for you and I would love you to get your hands on it. So go to meganjsmith.au forward slash money dash mindset dash workbook. But the the link will be in the show notes. I'm going to talk about it all the time on Instagram so you can get it if you're hanging out with me over there on Instagram or Facebook. Oh my gosh, first episode in, we did it. Woo, I just, I'm looking at my little thing and we've gone past 40 minutes. So crazy, I don't usually go this long. But self-care, self-love is an important topic and I I didn't do it for a while. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't loving on myself and it cost me a lot. And it's taken a lot to recover and come back from it. And I don't want that to be the case for you because it's not necessary. And um, yeah, we we all need to love ourselves some more, don't you think? All right, gorgeous human, until I get in your ears next week because, hey, I'm coming back, um, have an amazing week. If you're loving that I'm back on the pod and you haven't done it before, even if you have, I would so love it if you left a review. That would be so amazing. And you can do that on any platform that you're listening or share it. Share it in your social media. Tell your friends and family, hey, I know this woman, Megan, she's got this awesome podcast and it's all about helping women create their money and life goals and improve their relationship with money. And man, who doesn't need that? All right, I'll see you next week. Love ya. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck, clarify your goals, and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.